you know as you like grow and like change and your interests change it becomes more and more meaningful um when when you have things that you're able to kind of hold on to and keep and like whether that's a sentiment or a philosophy or like a, a an an interest or something that just remains stable and constant and like enduring and one of those things for me is my love and my enjoyment <laughs> of the music made by arctic monkeys the band arctic monkeys and i think part of it is that it's inspired maybe it's in, like maybe it's like kind of created grooves in my brain where like this is how i write now or something but i definitely feel like the lyrics of the band um the lyrics of the songs the band songs are they just I don't know I just love them I love them and I love the the way that the it, it's honest it's the same you know the, there's a you know the rapper Maxo Cream it's the same reason why I love Maxo Cream it's like very honest like it's like if you could take some form of like windex and just eat, 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 eat like clean your eyeballs and your brain it's as if like these people meditated a long time it's like a level i don't know and it's honestly i think it might be a for like an adhd thing or i don't know i mean just like being able to be in a moment um and describe the moment in a way that is near universal you know so you don't actually have to be somebody who's in that scene who's in that crowd who's in that lifestyle whatever to understand the description of the thing um yeah and i don't know i don't i don't write with like goals or an aim necessarily like i kind of except to to convey i guess like the truth of a feeling or the truth of an observation the truth of a moment i guess i don't know but like i just I feel like the the lyrics of Arctic Monkey songs usually are able to convey that pretty well. Um, the depth and the details vary, and I'll get into that in a moment. But that's something that I feel like has been a constant thread in Arctic Monkey's like discography, and I think that contributes to it a lot. Like if they were to just one day release, I don't even know how that would happen because I feel like it's so ingrained in the songwriters um approach or whatever that i don't feel like this but you know if one day they were to just let me give you a song that doesn't do that like last friday night by Katy perry like i don't know yes it's describing a party whatever but it's describing like the aspects of a party that are like almost i don't want to say cliche but just like obvious but it doesn't give you the emotion of the party that happened last Friday night you know what I mean so if one day Arctic Monkeys wrote a song that was like that I would probably be really confused and and maybe that thread the the endurance the whatever would maybe be sliced or broken or at least skip or something but I don't I don't know 
it hasn't happened yet and um just one of those things I'm really happy for right so um I actually listened to the strokes first and I still love the strokes and I got to see the strokes live for the first time um this past summer at uh, a music festival in Pasadena and it was amazing and wonderful but I hate to I don't know it just feels like okay so how did I even how did I even begin to listen to Arctic Monkeys um for me it was through Pandora like the radio like Pandora radio um which is like the app that was on pretty much I think like it was like the general listening like music app for for iPhones when it was like very early on before Spotify and before Apple Music um post LimeWire maybe a little bit of overlap with LimeWire <laughs> and I it, it's basically like just kind of like a, a radio you listen to there was I I never had like the ad-free version I don't know if there was an ad-free version I think maybe in the beginning it was ad-free but then once they started ads I don't know if you could opt out of those or whatever but um you basically at least the way I did it was I had like artists that I liked in there and before I liked Arctic Monkeys or the Strokes I liked Coldplay and I think Coldplay unless there was some predecessor to Coldplay I think that Coldplay was when I was like I don't know like 12 so before all of this I loved Black Eyed Peas and Bruno Mars that was me and my friend Angel um we both loved Black Eyed Peas and Bruno Mars and then and then I think I just like started listening to Coldplay and so I was listening to Coldplay on Pandora radio a stroke song came on I want to say it was barely legal but it might have been it was definitely one of the songs on their first album um let me see definitely one of the okay from is this it no it's not these ones oh yeah the modern age i'm like i'm pretty sure it's the modern age now like it might have been modern age or barely legal, but I'm leaning towards modern age. And then I started listening to The Strokes a lot. And um, I think because the Arctic Monkeys or Arctic Monkeys started as a band. Sorry, I have like a little bit of congestion. Um, they started as a band when, you know, after listening to The Strokes and being inspired by The Strokes, right? So they're I would say the most musically like prolific like self-proclaimed strokes fans out there so i feel like you it'd be rare to find a a, a fan of the strokes that didn't listen to arctic monkeys or didn't at least know of arctic monkeys and vice versa like arctic monkeys fans typically know the strokes or love the strokes right um so i would listen to the strokes first and then i like listen to arctic monkeys and i think the reason why i gravitated towards arctic monkeys at the time that i you know when i was like 13 14 or whatever when i was discovering i guess like rock music in general um i mean i had other bands that i really liked too like i love like led zeppelin and um black sabbath and 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 a lot of you know but 
these were classic bands that were yeah, I wasn't really interested in seeing live and, and I didn't know what was going on if they were releasing music currently or what was going on with them except for I knew that like Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne were kind of like they had like their own reality show or something they were like in the media still but point is I'm talking about the music right and um I think at that time this would have been so I was 18 or 27 or 12 years before so this would have been like 2012 2013 and yeah so like 2013 and if I, I think at that time the strokes I just wasn't really into like their current music and honestly you know as like a teenage girl like what's popping like what's what's really like commercially popping right now like that's and and what's hot and like what's you know it it was very prone to like pr and very prone to like um curated images of artists hence my um like timeline like parallel time like at the same time i was really obsessed with lana del rey and so it makes sense right like i was very (laughs) impressionable as far as like a curated image and whatever so arctic monkeys at this time 2013 they released their most at least in america but i think overall most commercially successful album um called am and so it was like a very prime and ripe time for a teenage girl to become obsessed with the band like they had all of this discography from 2005 that was great and I love listening to music and I love you know all the albums and at the same time there was like they were in the midst of like touring and promoting their most successful album and they had like this very like sleek like grease image like leather grease image so yeah I think it's like just like a subculture that I became like really interested in um kind of like I don't know I guess now it's like maybe a little pocket of what one would call like indie sleaze but I was like I said 13 14 so it was not like I was not out like doing all the indie sleaze things that are um like there were no party photos on Flickr or on MySpace or whatever you know what I mean but like I was I I I liked the music and I felt like if I was an a few years older that's where I would have been right but <laughs> um truthfully I was just in my room listening to Arctic Monkeys and Lana Del Rey and occasionally sneaking out at midnight to go to Denny's with my friend and um yeah so I think like that's kind of probably why they became like my band of choice or like my you know whatever um and yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's 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 a common thing for I think teenage girls to kind of have like a something that, you know, like a band or whatever that they're obsessed with and that was definitely my band that I was obsessed with. And I I honestly still feel the same way now. And I it, when I went to okay, so they were my first concert, like the first band I saw live um at the Rosen Theater down in downtown Portland. And uh, before that I had seen Katy Perry and Bruno Mars. I don't remember which one I saw first with my best friend Angel. And this one I went to see with friends from school. Friends from school. Um, Luis, Alyssa, and Ollie. 
and I think we were one of the first people in line. We waited for a very long time, an extremely long amount of time to get to the front, but we all got separated, but I think we all stayed near the front. At least I did. I was like being pushed up on the barricades, which was thrilling for me. I absolutely loved it, and I love seeing that people, I don't know, I guess I kind of showed up thinking that it would be like a bunch of people, like teeny boppers, like my age, like there, I don't, and like, you know, young people there, but I mean, there was all, like, I think there were young people, but there were also, like, people, I think, like, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, etc., you know, so um, that was nice, I and mean, it was kind of comforting, because it made me feel like, okay, like, I like this, I think I'm going to continue to like this, I don't think this is a phase or whatever, and it's the truth, because I really still love the music as much as I did 10 years ago, and it's been 10 years, and I bought tickets, it's, I, I don't know, I think maybe, yeah, this year will be 10 years, so I bought tickets for later this year to see Arctic Monkeys, I saw them the first time in, like, December of 2014, I think, and so this is gonna be, like, 10 years later, and I'm gonna see them live again, like, really excited for it, um, and this album, The Car, when I first heard Mirrorball, There Better Be a Mirrorball, I was really, like, wow I loved it and then I when the album came out I love body paint and there are other songs on the album where even though I liked it and I do like the instrumentation because um they they use a moog a lot and I just I don't know I kind of I it's not what we have at the house um my fiance likes like modular synths and synths and stuff so we have a moog mother 32 and i like messing around with it i made a really fun pattern the other day and um i don't know what it's called but you know you return all the knobs and you do all the patches and then i like had it like exactly how i wanted it but it's so fleeting because unless you like take a picture and you're able to like gauge exactly where these things are gonna go it just kind of is it's like a one-time thing you know and i didn't record it but it was really fun and um I like the pattern maker on the Mother 32. I know it's it can be a little tricky to save the patterns. Like once I save a pattern, I it's really hard for me to find it in the pattern bank. So I just kind of consider it like, okay, like, a, you know, a one and done, like art for art's sake kind of situation. But um, I like the actual process of creating the patterns and being able to do the accents and, and um, I don't know what it's called, like the swing or whatever from one note to the other. I don't know. I like it. I feel like it's a lot of room for a variety in like a very sort of like strict um, format. I don't know. I just like it a lot. And I like the deluge still. I mean, I still have, I don't think I've like figured out. We have like a Sinstrom deluge as well and I don't think I've cracked like 20% of the features on it but I don't know I'm already starting to get a little you know just like what's next you know but like I still love the deluge I made like a mermaid sounding song on it which was like from earlier I keep saying this year but you know like 2022 there was a time where I don't know I was just like having a pretty I had like a stressful day I don't know if it was when I was still at Maybe it was when I was still, like, a pharmacy tech or something. Or maybe it was just one of those days that, like, I didn't do a lot. And then I was just had a lot of energy at the end of the day. But I spent, like, probably two or three hours just doing this song. 
and uh, my fiance Tom was just laying on the bed like reading a book and stuff and it was like the most comfort it's like the most comforting thing um which I think is a quite common experience because Tom told me like one of his best memories is like doing homework in his room while his like brother was playing video games so it's like being able to do like coexist in a space and do your own thing and each be like focused in your thing it's so wonderful and it's a form of bonding that I think is so underrated but it also you can't tap into that vibe with just anybody you know and I think that's part of it like you kind of need to be comfortable like quite comfortable with somebody for you to do that and it to feel like bonding instead of just feeling like coexisting in the same space like if I was in a coffee shop with a bunch of strangers doing that maybe it would be I don't know I I just I don't know that to me would not feel as comforting unless it was like a coffee shop I always went to and like I knew at least like some people there or like whatever you know I don't know point is what was I saying um another tangent is that I didn't really I kind of stopped being a juice person like when I was a kid I loved juice and you know like sometimes when you're a kid especially like on a hot summer day like you drink some juice and you're just like damn like ooh, like this is this is what it's about and then I think people still get that feeling sometimes from juice and I, I crave that feeling but it's hard for me to find a juice that I really like like and I guess it's like just kind of sugar and I just like I I drink a lot of seltzer water I don't avoid sugar but I'm like I just kind of had it like in my head to to avoid drinking juice because I would rather eat my sugar than drink my sugar a lot of the time once in a while if I'm eating sushi I really love like a coke or a diet coke but other than that like sugar drinking sugar sugar just kind of seems like a waste you know like I'd rather eat like a cake or something but um the other day I was at the grocery store and I was like looking at all the glass bottles of juice and I was like you know I really want a juice like I want to have that experience of like being so in love with life because I'm drinking a great juice and so but I was like I don't you know I was looking at all these glass bottles it's all organic juices and like grocery stores you know obviously prices are crazy right now or whatever but like these juices were literally seven dollars like six seven dollars so I was like okay let me try to find one that looks good and is in a glass jar because I wanted one in a glass jar particularly um and I found one that was like five dollars and it was like it looked it sounded really good like pineapple orange mango carrot yeah I don't know there's other stuff in it but then I drank it at home it was fucking fire it was delicious oh my gosh I was obsessed with it and then um I couldn't because that was like the grocery store we got it at I don't feel like I go to very often it was like we just happened to be in the area and then I couldn't find at any of the grocery stores that I normally shop at um I was really like looking for it and I settled for like a different juice in a plastic bottle um that was like it had like three I think it had like orange carrot and pineapple or maybe orange mango and pineapple or something I take like I brought that home and I was like "Mm -mm, this is like a juice that I'm just gonna like muddle up with like in smoothies because I'm not drinking this juice this is like the this is the opposite of what I was talking about this is why I quit drinking juices and then (laughs) then I I went back to like the store that I originally got it at and then the juice was on sale it felt so good it was on sale so it was like two 
for seven instead of like five dollars for one so i was like yes i really should have stocked up on it but i only got two and yeah anyways now i'm drinking it and it's delicious and i just feel like that's now i I feel like a reborn juice lover you know what i mean like i kind of abandoned juice for a while but i think i'm back on the juice boat anyways um arctic monkeys this album i really do like it but i feel like it's kind of like the writing in this one and tranquility based the album before this one just kind of feels a little bit detached to me which uh i don't know i guess i i was hoping i kind of tried to like convince myself that this was because the songwriter just is at like a more peaceful and zen place in his life and he doesn't have as much like drama or like dramatics or like emotionally charged shit to talk about it's kind of a good thing you can still be artful of course you can still make art and you can still make interesting art and and all of that being like at peace you know but it also seems like there it doesn't seem like that to me like now that i think about it and i listen to it more i feel like the album okay so tranquility based that can be a pass because you know it's kind of like an escapism it's kind of like the whole it's a concept album of like being on the moon like a resort on the moon or whatever so okay there you go you get a pass to kind of be I don't want to say aloof, but kind of just be like, you know, talking about shit. You know, talking about like imagination, imaginary shit, you know? Um, I I still think that, it, like, for example, I feel like science fiction, like for me, I only really want to see a science fiction piece or a feature if it has some kind of tie and some kind of message on our world today so that's me you know that's me and i guess the art i consume and that's not for everybody some people love escapism and they don't you know if they're watching a movie they don't want it to have anything to do with the real world like they're trying to watch the movie i get that you know so okay tranquility base i get it but this one the car i feel like the car that's like a it's like a common experience it's like common thing the car and i get it like you know i I don't know if it's exactly liminal, but sort of the special feeling, the space of being in a car, all of that. But okay, what do you have to bring to the table as an artist, as the speaker, as as the, you know, (laughs) as the vestibule, as the car, as the car leading us from the idea to the destiny, like the idea to the artwork, like what is your take on it? Like, what is it? It's like you can't be a car, be a vestibule, be an artist and be nothing be objective you know so i kind of this uh, you know it kind of shows to me that it's like okay maybe it wasn't it honestly has me rethinking the last album too (laughs) because it seems just a little like detached like it's and it follows from am too so it goes am then tranquility based then this album and it kind of makes me feel like the success of am was maybe did something artistically to them or like to the band because if you think about it like i think for some many artists or you know some artists or many artists one or the other i don't know at least some artists um there is like a part like the part of the motivation of creating art is to express yourself to the world is to express yourself to people to be understood and whatever you know to like 
for people to hear what you have to say or whatever. Um, And then with AM, that happened, right? Like a lot of people listen to the album, listen to the songs. The other day I was at the airport. I I hear the the songs in random places. And I was, I heard like TLSP, which is like um, a side project for the lead singer of Arctic Monkeys, like at a burger place I was at the other day you know what I mean so it's like I think AM kind of jump-started that at least in America I don't know what it was I know they were very commercially successful in Europe before but I think AM's their most successful album in America and kind of you get this I'm imagining that like they get a sense of okay so now we're being heard but you know being heard and then being responded to like okay instead of being hurt like the message okay so somebody listens to your music they listen to the lyrics they listen to your music but then their question at the end of all of it is like who's who are they dating you know like what's their like what's this image like what's up with the accent and like all of these like very like weird surface level questions um it can be kind of disheartening i think because then it's like okay and i think that's brought on by them too and their pr people or whatever because why would you have such like a glitzy image if you didn't want that attention i don't know so you know i don't know anyways so i think maybe that sort of response has led them to be like okay i guess we can literally talk about anything kind of like outcast you know like um when outcast was like i know you don't want to hear me you just want to dance or whatever you know um then it kind of makes them be like okay well I guess it doesn't really matter what we say or it doesn't you know like whatever um but I don't know I feel like that's kind of a a head-ass way to like go about making art and making music like I don't know I don't really know how to explain it and I think it's kind of weird because I think the place where Arctic Monkeys is now is the place where the strokes was when I first listened to the strokes in arctic monkeys and then arctic monkeys was like the band that was like okay they're lively they have like this energy um that the strokes used to have and now arctic monkeys is at the place where they're like kind of um i don't know it's just kind of like it seems like they had this thing to get off their chest you know and and you love being in the moment of that you love being in the the presence of somebody that's like okay they're getting it off their chest but then once they've gotten it off their chest it's kind of like okay what now you know so it kind of scares me honestly as an artist or as a as a poet because <laughs> yeah I don't know and I feel like um in my own artwork I don't know it's hard to tell like you can't really tell the trajectory or like where you are in a timeline when you're I don't know you know it's just really hard to tell um but I feel like for me, it's been a slow burn for poetry or whatever. And it kind of makes me feel grateful for like the sort of slow burn trajectory. I keep saying trajectory, but like slow burn. Um, I don't know, like a method. It, it feels like an unfolding instead of an explosion, you know? Um, but yeah, I still love this album and I feel like it's very possible that they'll get their mojo back. Like Stella will get her groove back. Arctic Monkeys will get their groove back. And I love it. It kind of feels like, um, 
you know things that wind down can wind back up right like if you're talking about one of those little wind up toys so uh yeah but i don't know I, i'm curious to see what happens next with them and where they go from here um i don't anticipate like a hot like a high energy album or anything but i just want to see where they go and i'm more interested to see a release where the other band members are doing more i don't know like i know that you know they're still there they're still doing the things and it's not about like who can do the most with their instruments or whatever that's never you know arctic monkeys are not they're not like necessarily a technical band per se they're more of yeah i think that's more about the impact than like than like the technique i don't know you know like the guitarist jamie is like notoriously like kind of shitty at playing live like not shitty but just kind of like missing notes and stuff like that so they're not necessarily a technical band um but i'm more i want to see more that this one it's a lot of synth and stuff and uh, broad production but i'm kind of like what are the other band members (laughs) doing um but they're still there obviously so i don't know i'm just curious i i want to see i I don't know what i want i just i'm curious to see what happens next i guess i would like something that's a little bit more um not emotional but like emotionally truthful right like i'm not saying like i need the dramatics the whatever but i'm saying i don't feel like it's the truth i don't feel like it's not like this album and the previous album i don't feel like there's a lot like the emotion isn't there because it's the truth like because it's just not there i feel like there's an unveiling that needs to happen so hopefully we see that in the future with arctic monkeys and yep Marquila and i want to do a podcast but every time we get together we just kind of go eat and hang out so i just decided i would do this one on my own and then yeah go from there have a good day bye